Hello and welcome to Med Talks, conversations by medical students for medical students. I'm Deborah and this is my co-host Joey. What's up guys? <laughs> and we're honored to welcome um, our two medical interns that are with us today, the so-called Docs in Stops, who envision a movement towards a better healthcare experience for South, the South African healthcare professionals and their patients. So aka Matt and Ryan, welcome to the show guys. How are you doing on this splendid spring day? Can't complain, thank you very much. I think Matt's post call today, so I'm sure we're going to be in for a cracker. Oh, damn. Oh, that's <laughs> when the humor gets really dry. Yeah. <laughs> then you hear the honest truth. <laughs> we got you in your best place. You're most vulnerable. Oh, you guys got me vulnerable. I'm like a little fetus inside right here. <laughs> An hour of sleep and two Red Bulls, nothing more needed. Yeah. yeah, we got this, guys. Welcome to South African Healthcare System. Well, it's great to have you two on the show. Really excited to be chatting to you. Also good to be back in studio, Debbie. It's been a minute since we've recorded anything. So, yeah. um, And of course, a warm welcome to all our listeners. A big shout out to all of you. Um, we truly appreciate all the love and support that you have shown us over the past couple of months. Please keep it coming. Keep the feedback coming and we'll keep the content flowing. You know where to find us on Instagram. Our handle is at MedTalkZA. So today we are recording a mini-series with the Docs and Slops. True to form, only one of them is wearing slops. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> Just wanted to point that out. Very disappointed. Uh, it was the first thing, first thing I looked for when I saw the two of you. I was like, checking, Lopez, checking the footwear. Lopez is the more formal. <laughs> yeah, Ryan's, got a, Ryan's got a wedding in Benoni after this. <laughs> <laughs> Still in shorts, though. <laughs> um... So yeah, this is obviously the first episode that we're recording with them um, when we get to know these strangers that are sitting in front of us. Ryan, let's start off with you. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey up to this point? So at the moment, I'm an intern. I'm at Selen Joseph Hospital. Um, went to Varsity at FIT and grew up in Benoni on the East Rand. Um, both myself and Matt are Benoni boys. Um, went to school at CBC Boxburg. Um, that was where I met Matt um, way back in the day. Pasties um, for the resties. <laughs> Matt, Matt was a bowler, I was a batsman. Um, oh. Matt won that battle, I think. <laughs> <laughs> a, few, a few dents in my helmet to prove that one. Shocking. And you're um, still friends. He's, got, he's definitely got the lengths to put in a good bouncer. <laughs> I ducked under all of them. A few hit the wickets despite ducking duck. under them. Yeah. But Impressive duck. <laughs> But yeah, and then um, we've gone down the path of medicine, um, Matt was the year behind me at school, um, and I'm second year internship, Matt's now first year internship, um, both went to WIT, WIT uh, graduates, and yeah, enjoying the path, it's been a very interesting journey, I think it's definitely not something you can prepare for 100% or expect the path that it will take, um, and we've arrived at the path of docs and slops, which has been an incredible part of the journey. We, we ended up being flatmates for five years during the course of our varsity career and now we've started the business and the social media side together. That's been an exciting part of the journey. That's, that's amazing, it's amazing. Tell me, why did you decide on um, doing your internship at Helen Joseph Hospital? So Helen Joseph was my first choice. Um, I was in a relationship at the time, now married. Um, okay, good. I thought you were going to say it ended and now you're just chilling in Helen Joseph. <laughs> I'm stuck in Helen Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going very well. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, I um, was in a relationship, mostly social reasons that I wanted to stay in Joburg. Mm. Looked at the Joburg circuit and obviously being at Fitz, I knew a couple of the Joburg hospitals. And that helps. And Helen for me was the hospital that was the most patient-centered. Um, I really enjoyed the patient-centered approach and 
I thought Barry was a little bit hectic, Joe Big Jen a little bit too specialized, and that was essentially the algorithm that led to Helen Joseph Hospital. Um, and put it down as my first choice, got lucky enough to get it. Um, second choice was anything on the beach. And <laughs> with you on that one. <laughs> with, with Bron. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, so we ended up at Helen Joseph. I've enjoyed the journey so far. It's had some challenges along the way. Um, there's definitely some challenges to that um, patient-centered approach. Um, that's yeah, really a struggle at times. Mm-hmm. But equally, there's been some really lovely experiences along the way and some really good experiences. And overall, as a hospital, I'd recommend it. Definitely one of the nicer hospitals on the Joburg circuit, in my opinion. But I think every person has their own set of criteria and what they're looking for. And I think you can't place a best hospital uh, or a, a ranking for any mm-hmm. for everybody in general. You can't generalize like that. You definitely Actually, have yeah. to choose individually what works for you. Yeah. Okay. Oh, thanks, Ryan, for that. Matt, how about you? Tell us, how did you end up here? How did you end up in studio with us today? Sure. So it started a long time back, you know, when two parents love each other very much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not that old story. <laughs> no, man. No, uh, yeah, no, I think Ryan has said uh, most of it. We, we grew up in Bononi and went to school together at CBC Boxburg. It was a hell of a lack of experience. And we actually both played cricket together. Um, that's where we uh, became really good mates, made it into first team and uh, bonded over getting branded with a plastic wicket on oh, tour. Lovely. <laughs> we had a small cricket bat. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Every every school's got their weapon. Yeah. No, 100% brilliant. it's weapon of choice. Uh, no firearms on the East Rand. Uh, uh, yeah, um, and then, I don't know, I think, I think during school and even during varsity, uh, Rhino is always a bit of a role model to me. Um, I looked up to him figuratively. I looked up to uh, Matt, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Still do. <laughs> um, yeah, and, uh, I think our family has also had a connection a mm. while before that. Um, we had one or two mutual friends, and the moms just sat chatting for ages, and the dads just enjoyed drinking beer together and playing golf. So, you know, as, they, more could you ask for, as eh? they do, as they do. Um, but yeah, uh, Ryan and I became best mates. Um, I got a lucky opportunity to get to Hilton College for the last three years. Um, which is really lucky to get to diversify a bit and mm. experience what, like what their systems are like there. Um, whole kind of gets, a whole Imagine co- Boxburg versus Bononi. Bononi and Hilton, I tell you what, they are. Different ends of the spectrum. Yeah, but also surprisingly, a lot of similarities in some oh. of the people as well. Um, a lot of lessons learned and stuff like that. It was very cool. Um, mm-hmm. Came back to Vits as well. Um, uh, it wasn't wasn't as much by choice. Uh, it was kind of the, one of the only spots that I got into. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, cool, like, I'm heading back home. <laughs> prodigal son returns. Yeah, 100% through. They slaughtered the lamb and everything. Eh? <laughs> um, and I remember meeting, um, we met up again. So Matt was obviously at Hilton for, for the last three years. And I'd gone on back for a second time. And <laughs> I mean, if not, why not? Eh? If not, why not? Um, first year boss, he was a lot of fun. Went on, went exactly. on another back. And once you've and had that experience, it makes sense to go again. I mean, mm, you're just so inexperienced once you and Matrika. Always two, two, three, and four only grow with experience. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so I met I Mac it. on met again on VAC um, on the second VAC, and we had had a few beers and said, "No, listen, we're going to be in the same area next year. Why don't we get a flat together? It's going to make the trip easier." We can stay somewhere in Joburg and continue with varsity. And that was where the journey continued, I guess. Yeah, 100%. We kind of remembered that drunk conversation. 
after somewhere between one to ten beers. <laughs> Matt remembered more than me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, I was like, Ryan, I remember that conversation we had that crash brew in Belito. Crushable like, place. I was, I was you like, could barely hear yeah. each other when we speak there. Yeah, like, Brilliant conversation. Pro- <laughs> Short and sweet. Yeah. Point. We had a proper heart to heart about living together. And uh, I'm I'm dead keen. Um, I think the drive from Bononi to Joburg was quite hectic. It sucked your soul, um, <laughs> wow. pretty much. It was like an hour there, hour back. If you if you yeah, lucky. Like, yeah if you are lucky. Um, so I, yeah, eventually I said no. I'll, I'll stay on someone's kitchen floor in Joburg. I just felt like leaving the town every day. And uh, so Ryan and I set out, and yeah, we went through Varsity together. It was out of a lacquer. I don't think I would have got through it without him. Um, it was it was. And just, first. Man. Yeah, it was just so such an epic experience to live with your best mates, and mm. yeah, so, I don't think so, there's so, much like it, eh? No, no, hundred no, percent. Um, we were really fortunate. Um, we were both only children, actually, funnily enough. Well, um, okay. So, so we became fairly brotherly, um, and it was a yeah epic experience. I think we understood each other, but it was nice to be in separate years, and that we had different stresses at different times. Yeah, and that, we were able that to helps. support each other, mm. um, different interests as well. Um, Matt was a rugby player; I was a hockey player. So, yeah, we had our own different outlets, but we were also there to um, support each other through the varsity times. And, yeah, had a lot of good fun, a lot of good pub <laughs> calls along the way. Um, I'm sure. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> ones that should never be on your CV. <laughs> but, yeah, no, and now I'm at uh, Clark's Top Topong. Also moved there for, for love reasons. Oh, um, sweet. Yeah, my, girl, my girlfriend's family is that side, and it was the plan for us to head, head that side. And no um, one really knows where that is. So. No, no, no one knows where Clockstop is. It's in the northwest, Debbie. Yeah, Got it's, it. it's in South Africa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they pretty much only speak Afrikaans in Swana, so I'm pretty much useless there. I'm, <laughs> 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 I'm good for writing chest x ray forms. <laughs> yeah, put, forms need to be completed in English. Uh, yeah, yeah, 100%. You've so. put your clinical medicine to the, pra- to the practice. Yeah, History for taking sure. has taken a backseat for now. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, so that's that's been the journey, and now Lekker to uh, see Rana again. I haven't seen him in a while, oh, um, and Lekker yeah. to Rana came all the way through to Clockstop today to come pick me up, and oh, we're heading back there later. <laughs> so yeah. I hope so, you yeah. guys were well caught up. Yeah, yeah, so that's the journey. That's who we are now. Now we're drinking yeah. coffee with some Lekker people. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Feel more personally acquainted already. Yeah. <laughs> well, now that we've been enlightened on the who, what, why, and where, let's ask the audience favorite question. Um, how did you find being a medical student? Is it something that it's all hyped up to be? Um, and also, if you have any anecdotal stories or two about your experience, we'd love to hear it. I mean, hear it. So, Matt, let's start with you. Sure. Um, yeah, I think I think being a med student was was pretty rad. Mm-hmm. Um, it, when I first uh, got the letter to say that you're going into med school, I think your your dreams and your visions you're not are are like at the end product. And mm-hmm. what you are going to be, and you you don't you're not quite aware of the process of what it takes to get there. And I think that's actually so well said. I've never heard someone say that so well because you get there and you're just like, yeah, I'm going to be a medical student in the hospitals. That's doing more like the I'm going to be a doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> going to be doing the things. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, doing the things, and then it's kind of just like this really long wait until anything exciting happens. Yeah. No, exactly. It's it's true. So I think I think from that side, um, but it's a cool it's a cool growing experience, um, and you do I think you learn a lot about yourself. And as much as um, as med students, we think like it takes all our time, and it does. <laughs> but it takes it takes all your time and it takes all your soul. I think you 
you learn a lot about yourself and a lot about other people and mm. i think having less time uh makes you be able to truly appreciate what you want in life and what you want to do um, yeah in the time outside outside of your work um so i think from a from a med student side it's it was a hell of a cool experience wouldn't do it again <laughs> to be <laughs> would not recommend yeah, yeah. the first two years i i i, 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 rec- I, rec- I recommend it but you know <laughs> <laughs> go through it again <laughs> but uh yeah no it was it was it was really good um i think stories wise i think that will come out through uh, the, the, the next the next couple of episodes <laughs> all the, the great memories yeah um so ryan let's hear your side of the story um yeah i think i think definitely your your time in med school prepares you for internship um i think it prepares you a lot from an academic perspective but i think nothing really prepares you for the full emotional perspective i think mm. internships definitely a challenging time and it challenges who you are and you actually get to know yourself a lot more you get to know what makes you tick um and what stops you from ticking mm. and i think growing in that awareness has been a really nice journey um i have to say i think i grew a lot academically in med school and i think mm. internship i've lost a lot of that academic <laughs> so left um, my brain yeah. but but you grow more you grow more holistically through okay. the internship um experience and i think we're very fortunate in sa that our internship experience is very hands on mm. um despite often doing a lot of paperwork a lot of um administrative tasks we still have really good hands on experience and to grow as a young doctor in that regard internships been an incredible experience and i've really enjoyed it um we're very fortunate and i think i i think i stand correct to say that that's almost at any hospital in south africa there's really a lot of opportunity to grow so we really are fortunate in yeah. that regard i mean it might be hard but there's an yeah. opportunity <laughs> it's there <laughs> yeah that's it's uh, interesting to hear how things are done on the other side of the xk the invits <laughs> <laughs> Uh, two two tax students here. Yeah, uh, yeah. tax boys. <laughs> <laughs> Who won the last Fox varsity cup rugby game, by the way? I don't know. When yeah. was that even? I, I think it was last year. Yeah, I don't know. Pre-COVID times. No one even remembers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is sport? Yeah. What is? <laughs> what is varsity cup? Yeah. What Those is socializing? <laughs> yeah. But um. Okay. So speaking of something that Debbie and I can't yet relate to, and you touched on it now, Ryan. Your your internship. How medical school prepares you for it. Matt, what would you say does medical school prepare you for your internship? Can it ever fully? Is it a stupid question to ask? Uh, I, th- I, th- I agree with Ryan. Um, I think from an academic perspective, definitely well prepared. Like you definitely go in with a solid knowledge base, uh, more than I think you need to know. In med school, they're always pumping up like you need to know this and this and this. Specialist knowledge. And like, this criteria. <laughs> and that thing, yeah, specialist knowledge. Uh, cancer staging and like, <laughs> yeah. like treatment of each stage. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Is it, is it, is it in the submucosa? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. Literally. Yeah, no, I think from the academic side, you're super well prepared, and okay. um, they they stress That's that in med school. Yeah, <laughs> like you'll you'll be more you'll be more than well prepared. Um, and yeah, in med school, that they stress that, and that's all your exams are about. But at the end of the day, you know, like it comes down to a lot more than that. It comes down to like patients on textbooks, and mm. you you're dealing with humanity. Yeah? So you're dealing with people's emotions and feelings and casualty. You know, or like no one really cares how you can or obviously they care like can you manage the miscarriage but you know like you're now trying to counsel a mom and why she had a miscarriage yeah. at like three in the morning you know mm. um 
and so the emotional does, strain that takes on you. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Especially now when you got like ten patients waiting, you kind of like, well, do I, you know, like how quickly can I counsel this mom? You know, at three yeah. in the morning, you're like, you don't like, you want to give them your full, the full mm. time and the and a full good listening ear, but at the same time, you, have, you know, you might have an ectopic waiting in the line kind of a thing. Um, yeah. So I think I think from an emotional side and like a managerial side, <laughs> sure, I don't think med school even touches on that and like how to just how to be a human in, in medicine like they teach you how to be a good doctor but yeah doctors and humans are two, <laughs> two, <laughs> two different, different species yeah, yeah. and and i don't necessarily blame uh, med school as such for for mm. that yeah i think it's a very difficult thing to to learn and experience without mm. being in the system actually um so it's definitely i mean you have the all the tuts and that on how to prepare and i mean we were lucky at fits we even had actors from Vits acting school come in and act as patients. We actually had that. We had psychologists come and act as um, psych patients. That was very interesting. <laughs> I think actors would be better than psychologists. So Vits has got the right idea. <laughs> <laughs> Giving um, the actors jobs at least. <laughs> but yeah, to prepare yeah. for the for the real thing is a, is a real challenge. Um, so... And as Matt says, it's one thing to do it when you've woken up fresh and you go to your tut in the morning and it's 8 o'clock in the morning and you meet this actor. But it's another thing to do it at 3 o'clock in the morning when it's it's a real life and mm. you're experiencing your, your real life and have your own emotional issues potentially going on at that point in time. And I think, yeah, it's, it's difficult to prepare for that without really just experiencing it. Um, and again, very lucky in SA that we, that we can experience it and grow a lot from that. Uh, this yeah, is an enriching yeah. experience, I can imagine, but steep learning curve. <laughs> yeah. Steep learning curve. One that uh, we want to wait. <laughs> okay, nothing like a bit of adversity to form bonds um, between people. So I think now the audience, just like me, has probably been having this burning anticipation since the start of the podcast for me to ask this question, and that's why I've left it for last. So... Matt and Ryan, where does the splendid name Docs and Slops originate? And tell us a bit more about it. So, going back to that um, famous meeting in Belito at Crush, I think there's a good chance that one of us was Please probably, don't say you were wearing, probably no. wearing Slops. I think both of us It's that like stick, like, and then yeah. you step up and your foot is here and the plucky stays. Yeah. And yeah, like, no, 100% oh. you end up two-stepping barefoot. So yeah. You are parked at the entrance. <laughs> or you could do the classic, put them up on your ankles with the thong. You know? uh, I don't know if you've ever done it. No, we're not from Cape Town. <laughs> <laughs> from the East Rand. We keep it classy. Keep it classy. <laughs> sure. Um, and, and yeah, at Matt's, at Matt's 21st, we were both in slops again, I think, and squeaked some slop over there. Um, and But yeah, from a more um, realistic point of view, the idea behind docks and slops is that essentially we think that a lot of system errors occur in medicine. And a lot of the time we have to focus on fixing the system and on administrative tasks as opposed to focusing on the patient. And for that reason, we spend a lot of our time in the hospitals doing these administrative tasks, worrying about not being able to focus on the patient and not getting a lot of time at home. So docs and slops, by simplifying healthcare, would hopefully give us more time to focus on the patient and also give us more time at home, give doctors more time to spend in slops. And um, that's not only from the doctor's perspective, but also from a healthcare perspective in general. Um, so it's, it's changing the way that we look at healthcare and increasing efficiency in systems to make healthcare more effective, giving us more time to be humans too. 
Um, yeah. I like that. I really like that. Yeah. Well, well, for Dran, I'm yeah. going to write that down. That <laughs> <laughs> could be the whole ethos of a like, statement yeah. of your whole... Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mission, mission statement. There we go, guys. Tattoos on our thighs. I might have to continue to my cough. But <laughs> <laughs> aerial 12 points. I'm sure it could fit. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Well, line spacing one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> But no, that's actually really brilliant to hear. And it's nice to know that, um, you know, there's someone in the South African system that's actually trying to do something about this. I think there's a few. I mean, it, you know, it's something that we're all experiencing. It's something that we're all in together. But it's nice that there's people taking the initiative to be like, okay, guys, like something's not right here. Um, mm-hmm. We can kind of... Um, we got to start to change somewhere. And I was actually interesting enough. I was listening to um, a psychologist giving a chat the other day and he was talking about systems and broken systems and how you can fix a broken system. Um, but if you don't fix the people in the system, the system will still be broken. So I think that's something that, cause I was always like, Oh, I have this big picture in my mind of, you know, how I'm going to fix this system. But it's also, we're dealing with people and you need to remember that um, people are, you know, human beings are very real and they come with all of their baggage and issues and that also needs to be addressed if you want your system to be fixed at the end of the day. So it's very, it's a very um, noble task, but I think if a lot more people get on board with it, it's definitely, I think it's attainable. I think it's something that needs to be done. No, that's that's an incredibly good point, I think. Um, humans form such an intricate part of the healthcare system. In fact, I'd say the base of our healthcare mm. system Without the humans acting as humans, you're not going to have an effective healthcare system. And I think so much time when we're under so much pressure, especially from an administrative point of view, when there's a broken system, it puts pressure and you get an ineffective output. And Mm. often that can lead to burnout. It can lead to adverse outcomes in patients. And it's a self-perpetuating cycle. So if, if you're able to address that and fix the system, including the humans in the system, it it just leads to a better overall output for everybody. Uh, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, 100%. And I think also like, just as a as like a founding basis of it, if you go back to to the the cave drawings in Benoni, you know, you'll see a, a, the slops <laughs> quite clearly painted in there. Um, Fundamentals, and, guys. And I mean, 500 I mean, BC. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the cradle, the real cradle of humankind. And um, but I, I mean, for us, it's a. It's just a, it's a symbol of simplicity. And for us, it's about simplifying systems exactly like how you guys said and, and, and mentioned already. Um, and through that simplicity, just trying to create that emotional and human connection again. And like by having like rad, intricate systems that like by no means are simple, but create simplicity through the complexity, if I could say that, mm. um, just gives you that more slop-like feeling when, when, you're de- when you're dealing with patients, you know, like you can't actually just be yourself and like sit down and have a chat and be like, mm. you know, how's your family? You know, like I'm not just going to prescribe you an Adderall because your blood pressure is like <laughs> yeah. five milligrams mercury over what it should be. You know, like Something actually, for good measure. Yeah, 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 yeah. 100% Bruce. Good luck. Is it your wife that's irritating uh, you? That's why your blood pressure <laughs> You know, I've got to know these exactly, things. Exactly, 100%. And those are all the underlying things that we just don't get the time to look over because... You're too busy trying to like catch up with the system. So it is, it's about simplicity and just trying to, trying to bring that like practicing and slops kind of feeling, Mm. you know, to, to, to medicine. Break down the white stethoscope, uh, the white lab coat feeling of medicine and, Mm. and portray that human feeling. 
Um, yeah, because so, I think many yeah. people have very legitimate fears about, you know, doctors and the healthcare system. And I know for a lot of people, it does create a lot of anxiety. And it's just to remind them like, okay, we're also people like you don't have to be intimidated. Um, it's actually completely fine. And I think a lot of the, you know, intimidation comes from the fact that they're not educated. So our patients are not educated on what's happening, on what's going to happen to them. And often we don't have time to educate them. So I think that's also something mm. as doctors that we really need to like hone in on is just to like take a second and be like, you know, okay, this is what's actually wrong with you. Like, I mean, I had a patient once, she had an angina and she didn't know that she had one or that she was on the medication for it, you know? So it's yeah. just to take like five minutes and just be like, okay, let me explain. You're taking this pill because of this, yeah. Yeah, you know. <laughs> the doctor just told me I've got to take this. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't know. And through through your internship, the importance of that becomes more and more evident. Um, every day, you, literally every day, you'll face a case like that. Um, yeah. g- genuinely, it's definitely been our experience. And and I think you touched on a really important point there, in that education and health is so connected. They, they really are fundamentally connected and you have to view the two together. You're never going to have one without the other. And and definitely that's part of the idea as well um, behind Docs and Slops is, is allowing, using other systems such as multimedia to be able to educate patients and improve their understanding of conditions. Um, we, we'll discuss a little bit more about that at a later point. Yeah. Um, but that's definitely something that we've looked at, and I think there's a lot of potential for that, especially with people becoming, with social media, um, with an increased access to technology in the country. I saw that post that you guys made on your Docs and Slops Instagram page about the drawings of contraception, or basically for female contraception, and explaining, uh, I think it was a copper tea or something marine or intrauterine device. And uh, the caption was so brilliantly stated, something about each drawing is a woman empowered. And uh, that was was amazing. So so I have to to give a quick shout out to my wife on that one. Um, Bron's part of the Docs and Slops team, and she's an Mm -hmm. OT, an occupational therapist. And she definitely plays a very big role in our mindset and our outlook on medicine. Mm. And um, a lot of the social media side comes from some of her ideas as well. And it's it's through that that we were able to put together some of those posts. Yeah. And I think definitely um, with the allied healthcare professionals, and that's a term that, are, that I'm cautious to use, but nonetheless, with the allied healthcare professionals, they have a more holistic view of, of medicine. And I think... Often it's important that we keep touching base as junior doctors and focus on that. Um, and it's been, we've really enjoyed um, the social media side of Docs and Slops, and it's been really nice to have an outreach in that regard. Can I just ask, why are you cautious to use the term allied healthcare professionals? Um, so, allied healthcare professionals as a term can be used more broadly. So, so I've listened to the talk on the integrative healthcare and. Mm-hmm. That term can be used for a number of healthcare professionals and different people use it for for different um, healthcare professionals. Mm-hmm. And it can be something that some people don't like using as okay. such. Um, and I'd more I'd prefer to use each um, each of the allies individually and refer okay. to each. To um, I think it's a little bit are. of a generalization. Mm. But I think it's a bit more respectful. Yes, yeah. Um, but but in saying that, I mean, we need to be able to, in conversation, use a collective term, and and I think yeah. everything other than doctors would sound very derogatory. Yeah. And but but it is it's it's the rehabilitative team, 
And mm. I think that's probably a, a more accurate term would yeah. be the re rehabilitative team, because often the the doctors are there to stabilize. And it's I've always spoken about it and said that um, the doctors might save the lives, but the allied team or the rehabilitative team makes the life worth living thereafter. Yeah, no, and restore the quality of life. And that's also really what Docs and Slops is about. Um, about the patient having quality of life by interacting with the healthcare system. Yeah, I think that's a whole other kind of worms that you open up there. With yeah, that. it's a rabbit hole. Uh, yeah, no, it's at least like a six beer conversation. No, 100%. <laughs> because I think, yeah, that's definitely, there's uh, this hierarchy that we've made in our minds of so, how yeah. things are supposed to go and it's really very unnecessary and not true. But can create for a very toxic environment. Exactly. Um, but but nonetheless, I think there's there's ways around that, and that's that's addressing the system, and that's addressing yeah. issues with the system. And I've learned so much from from OTs, from physiotherapists, um, and and I've learned how to make patients' lives worth living thereafter, and been part of that journey. And I think that's been an incredible part as well. No, hundred percent. But yeah, so um, I think to wrap up our first episode i think that was really cool it's really nice that we've gotten to know you guys a bit better um so yes just thank you to our guests remember that guys this is a mini series so we'll be having them on for two more episodes and just thank you to our listeners for tuning in we hope that you guys have learned and taken from this as much as i know i personally have um but yeah guys keep in store for the rest it's going to be a really exciting journey Thanks to the two docs and slops. It's been a it's been a lovely discussion and I already feel enriched. I'm excited to take this discussion forward. Please give them a follow on their Instagram page. It is at docs underscore in underscore slops. Pretty easy. If you just give it a search, it's going to pop up. I promise I've done it. It's a good page, by the way. A good stalker than the other day. Um, so for our next episode, we're going to be discussing the major issues that our healthcare system faces, healthcare worker burnout, and we'll be having much more banter, I'm sure. Of course, applicable. I mean, we are having a serious chat, but I mean, <laughs> each serious chat does need its leveler with a bit of a joke here or there. Can't take yourself too seriously. Don't worry about. You can't be a serious like in slops. <laughs> Break the stereotype. Yeah, <laughs> So, yeah, just um, listeners, thank you for tuning in. Um, hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please give us a follow on our um, Instagram page. Give us some feedback. That's at MedTalks today. Uh, and this is MedTalks signing out.